Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. Welcome to the uh, the latest episode of our joint podcast. So lead from the driver's seat with Al Rattan and maximize your pen- potential with myself, Chris Baker. And, you know, we've been we've been talking about leadership for uh, the last sort of three, three weeks or so now. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, we, we started talking about what are you for? Um, and, you know, I enjoyed that conversation. I think Al, Al did, too. And hopefully uh, if you're, you're tuning back in, that means that you did as well. Um, so, you know, did you did you do the exercises that that we uh, that we set for you, you know, asking yourself, what are you for uh, or what do you want to be known for rather? And then, you know, the other side of it, what are you known for? Right. What do, what do other yeah. people think? So, again, did you do those exercises? If not, take some time to do it, because this is the, the the thing with with personal growth and development is you'll get out as much as you put in. Right. So exactly. If you're, in, you're going to get nothing out, folks. I'll tell you that now. So so what we're going to do Ain't today. That the we, truth, eh, Chris? Ain't that the truth? And, and I think, you know, just on a side note of that, we, you know, Chris and I are both in in this space of of, you know, teaching and and coaching and, and on the personal development of things. And it's surprising how many people want change, but aren't willing to invest in themselves to to help create that change. And that saddens me when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And and that it's something that, again, I think we can dive deeper into um, in future lessons when we talk about, you know, what is your why? Right. What do you exactly. which again follows in from what are you what are you for? But if you here's the, the thing, if people say and when people say, yeah, I want to change, do they really want to change or do they just want to want to change? Right. So in other words, is it just exactly. something that they're saying or are they actually prepared to back it up with intentional actions to get what they say they want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people, it's the latter, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They're not prepared, or sorry, the former. They're not prepared to back it up uh, with with intentional actions. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, we, we wanted to continue this conversation. Uh, and what we, we wanted to, to look at today, and we, we're, we're reading and and. Pulling content from Jeff Henderson's book, What Are You For? Not it's not in its entirety, it's just a thought provoker. And tonight we want to really say, you know, what are you for in the community? Yeah. And that's a great question. And you know, in, in it and it ties in, and we would be remiss for not mentioning the tragedy that happened in Texas yesterday mm-hmm. uh, with the school shooting. And we don't want to get into the debate of for or against guns, but just that you know, as as a as a community of people in this on this planet in which we live, uh, we need to be for each other right now. You know, and, and we need to, you know, of course, you know you know, everybody says thoughts and prayers and, you know, okay, but seriously, you know, pray, we need to be praying for the families and the victims of that tragedy in Texas. And, um, and, you know, we need to be pulling together as a community, the human race community 
uh, and supporting each other, especially in, in these times, right? It, it's, it's difficult times um, in many places in the world today. Uh, but especially difficult in that town in Texas right now. So, yeah, so the, the for the community, and I think, you know, even I'm going to just pull a quote here from Jeff Henderson's book real quick, and, and it's a Truett Cathy quote, and it says, we should be more about, uh, we should be more about than just selling, we should, sorry, we should be about more than just selling chicken. We should be a part of our customers' lives and the communities in which we serve. So are you for your community. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a great point, Alan. And, and I think um, you know, but both of us are, are, have, have talked about this before. And and I think if if we're for the community, whether we're talking a business or we're talking like individuals, it doesn't matter. Everybody's for that. What we what we should be doing is trying to again be more proactive about helping people that are struggling. Mm -hmm. Right. When you look at, again, not to harp on about the tragedy yesterday, but that 18 year old kid yeah. needed help. Yeah. And, and I think at the, at the moment, again, it's highlighted even more so the um, the mental health challenges that we're seeing in the in, in not only in the country, in the world. Right. Because we're in two separate countries, but right. mental health is a major problem. And, you know, anxiety and depression amongst teenagers is huge right? it is i mean and if you look at some of the st sorry i cut you off there chris go I ahead i'm just saying i don't think we're dealing with it al i think we're, no. we're not again we're not for that community we're for whatever else <laughs> yeah and and i think if you look some of the statistics on the number and and just google this i mean i found some and i i can't remember it off the top of the head i did some research on this about a year ago and did a talk on it, but just the amount of drugs being prescribed for depression and anxiety is in, it's like millions of people in the U S are on prescription medication for drugs and anxiety, millions and millions of people. And I found some startling statistics with, there were like children, the ages, you know, two, five years old that were being prescribed drugs for depression and anxiety. And what does that say? You know where where have we where have we come to as a society that that is um, yeah and I don't have the answers I'm not a psychologist a psychiatrist or a doctor I'm just a concerned human being that wants to yeah. be for my community and for my team and for my family and mm -hmm. for you honestly the people that are taking their time to listen to this we want to be for you and support you and encourage you in any way we can. Yeah. No, we're not mental health professionals. And if you are suffering from anxiety or depression, obviously please seek the help of someone mm -hmm. uh, that is qualified in that area. But, you know, just a discussion around being for our community. How yeah. are we supporting the people that are hurting, that are yeah. broken? Yeah. And, and again, we, you know, you can look at it from a, a business perspective, Alan. I know you've got, you've got um, a team that you lead. I've got teams that I lead. You know, as a, as a leader, if you are a leader listening to this, ask yourself, do you truly listen to your people? Right. Do you listen to your team? Are you are you taking that time to get to know them, to understand them, to really hear what's going on in their in their world? Right? Again, it's, it's one of those things that that is lacking in 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 companies in in the world 
is that we don't do effective leadership training on how to communicate and how to have these conversations again like al said not as professionals right but if you if you as a leader are for your team your community and everything and you see somebody and you recognize somebody that is struggling help them to get help right yes exactly and i think i think as leadership and again i'm not defending us not doing this i'm just and i'm not using it as an excuse for not doing this but as leadership we need to make sure and I know I've failed in this area over my career many times, but not allowing the busyness of the day and the tasks at hand yeah. to pull us away from focusing on, you know, listening to and building relationships with our teams, mm-hmm. with our clients and with the other people in our community. Because yeah. I think sometimes we get those blinders on and we see the task in front of us. And usually in, in most cases today, we see a lot of organizations that are extremely short staffed, you know, um, and, and unemployment rates are at all time lows. So people are struggling to just get the job done mm-hmm. and the stress and pressure and, and, and especially coming out of COVID too, right? The last two years have, have isolated and overworked and stressed out people like, like never be foreseen in our lifetime anyways. Yeah. It, it's true. You, you're right. What we what we have to do is is make that time. Yeah. Right. We, we do have that time. Right. We all have that time. You know, we all have time to 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 spend 20 minutes a day reading or meditating or if you know, if you if you're religious, you know, praying. Right. Yeah. We all yeah. we all can find that time. If if you actually did a, a um, you know, you, you the listeners um, tuning in, if you if you did a time and motion study on your day from the moment you get up to the moment you got to went to bed and you measured every 15 minutes, what did you do that last 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. I guarantee that you would probably find in your day at least three or four hours that was yep. wasted. A wasted time or right. time not necessarily wasted, but where you've allowed distractions to pull you off task. Correct. And they say when, you know, I, I read a study somewhere and I, I again, I'm, I'm going to blow the quote here. I can't quote it, but it's something like the average professional, the average leader gets pulled off task every five to 10 minutes and it takes 27 minutes or something, something around those 27 minute mark to get back focused on the task you're working on. So you're being pulled off task every five to 10 minutes and it takes you 27 minutes to get refocused. How much time are you allowing yourself to be distracted by notifications on your phone, emails coming in, people knocking on your door, your phone ringing, whatever it may be, instead of focusing on the task that needs to be done. Right. And, and the, the, you know, people may be, be listening and saying, well, hang on a minute, we, we're supposed to be talking. What are you for? We yeah. are. Because if you're for your people, if you're for your community, if you're for your teams, yeah. you will organize your time. Exactly. Right? You will, you will understand. You'll be able to prioritize and schedule. Right. You'll be able to look at it and say, I need to do these things. Let yeah. me put that time and you'll build time into your calendar to talk exactly. to your team. Right? Schedule meetings with your team on a regular basis. Put it in your calendar, block mm-hmm. it off from other distractions. And when they're sitting in your office across the desk from you or around the table in the boardroom, turn your phone to silence, yep. close your computer, close your laptop and set aside the distraction and actually listen. And I just want to point something out, Chris, see how we tied that back in before. Yeah. <laughs> see folks, yeah. we don't, Chris and I don't, don't 
script anything out. Don't plan anything. We we say, what should we talk about today? Today, That's the only thing we plan. What topic do we want to touch on? Okay, today we want to talk about what, what are you for? A continuation from last week's. We want to focus on community. And then we just talk. We just have a conversation. So you're getting us raw and unedited. Right. <laughs> They can they can probably tell we're not scripted out of it. But but this is this is what we wanted, right? We don't yes. want to be an artificial podcast that that is just trying to like preach to you. Right? Right. That's not yeah. what we're doing. Right. What we want to do is have that honest conversations. Yeah. And you know, Al and I will share our opinions, we we share our thoughts as they come up, and and our conversations stimulate additional conversations, right? Absolutely. And that's what life should be. But we're intentionally doing that, right? We, 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 we've got a, a, an end in mind. We want to help you to understand what are you for. And for us, Al and I, you know, we're for helping other people. Absolutely. We're for developing other people. Mm-hmm. You know, because we know the power of that multiplication. If we help other people, they then go and help other people. They then go and help other people. And suddenly we're not just impacting 5, 10, 15, 20 people. We're impacting hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah, you never know, right? They even yeah. say that, and we might have mentioned this in one of our podcasts, but it says even the most introverted person in the world will influence about 10,000 people in their lifetime. Yeah, Actually, I think we did talk about this back at the we beginning, did. but it's yeah. like, and I mean, so if you're going to be for your community, how are you influencing them? Are you influencing them positively or negatively? Mm-hmm. And Chris, let's, you know, let's bring this back to, to business for just a moment. I just want to quote something out of Jeff Henderson's book here, Know What You're For. He says, "Who really care?" And he's talking, you know, sort of a company doing good, good things for for um, communities. And he says, "You know, in this, he says, who really cares that you think you're better than your competition? Show us what you're doing for us. Show us who you're for, and not who you're against. Because so many companies out there, we're better than them because of this and this and this. But show us who you're for, not who you're against." Give us a reason to talk positively about your organization because when you do, we'll become a sales force for free. Folks, there is no better advertising you can get mm-hmm. than a friend telling their friend, hey, go do business with company XYZ. They are amazing. That is social proof right there. And that does more than online reviews and more than all the advertising money you can spend to try and get people through your doors into your office to buy something from your business, a product or service is to have somebody have a good experience with you and tell yeah. their friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what we're looking at, uh, you know, as individuals and as, uh, and, and as businesses in this instance is we're not looking for short-term gain. We're looking for long-term Right, sustainability. Mm-hmm. And the only way you do that is to be for your community, to be for your team, to be for your people. Uh, and and not only to to write it on the, the conference room wall, right, that maybe you look at it once a year, if that, to actually live it every single day. So you're not only, people don't only know what you're for, or go back to what we said last week, you know, what do you want to be known for? And then what are you known for? Exactly. So are you being what you want to be or do you want to want to be that, but you're being something else? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and this again, you know, folks listening, this, this, this is where I go. We, we influence outside, even, even the most introverted person will influence 10,000 people in their lifetime. Right. So, 
you influence people whether you do it intentionally or not because exactly. people do what people see yeah right so they will follow and copy your actions and they will mm. they will be influenced by your actions so parents out there you know are you saying one thing to your kids and doing another because if you are they're not going to listen to what you say they're going to copy what you do exactly right exactly your, your team will do the same thing at work mm -hmm. you know if you talk about um it's important to be on on uh, on time for work to be prepared and ready to go when the store opens or the the office opens and you turn up five ten minutes late every day what everybody else is going to be turning up five or ten minutes late once every day or you're going to have somebody step in and they'll have greater influence than you because they're supported they're 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 supporting the team even without the title right yeah. and that can happen too and that yeah. kind of forces you out as leader it's hard to regain that respect and trust with your team once you've lost it so it is yeah it is and i think the oh. the, the other thing i'll say alan then you um feel free to 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 add add more content to it but <laughs> excuse me if you don't if you don't know what you're for and you don't demonstrate what you're for every day, other people will make up their own minds about what you're for. Mm -hmm. Right. And then therefore they, they will, they will format their opinions of you and what you do and, and what you stand for. And again, it could be your kids, your spouse, your, your, your peers, your community, whatever. Your, right? com your, your company, your organization. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most people, when, when, when we start, when, when we ask questions about, you know, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? They'll tell you what they don't want to be or what they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So that the mind naturally goes to, to that. What we're saying is let's flip that around 180 and think about intentionally what you're for, what you want to do, what you want to be known for, how you want to influence people. And then the most important thing is to actually go and do it take action absolutely absolutely and i think that you know one other just one other little quote from from jeff's book and and when we are for right he says selling is transactional loyalty is relational when we're for our communities we're for our teams we're for our family we're for our children right we're building that loyalty relationally we're building that relational equity in 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 our in in the way we're we're doing business or doing family, mm -hmm. and and uh, you know like everything else aside, all the advertising in the world. If I have even for me, right? And I've worked in big companies and big corporations, and you always have suppliers coming in and saying, "Hey, our product is better than this guy's product. You should carry our line of stuff instead of this guy's line of stuff," and you'll make you know an extra five cents profit margin or whatever it may be. And I've actually told companies in the past when I worked for this big box store chain in Canada, I told one company, I said, I don't care if I make more money than with your product. Honestly, this guy's been, I've been dealing with him for like six years now or however long it was. And he's been fantastic, right? I've never had an issue. He's always been there when I needed him. He supports us well. And that relationship is more important to me than an extra five points yeah. in that case. Right. Like, and yeah. it's just, it's just the way it is. And I think, you know, you see so many businesses that have sacrificed relationship for bottom line, sacrifice team for bottom line. Mm -hmm. 
And yes, as organizations, as companies, we need to make money. I get that. Okay. I've been in uh, retail management 30 plus years. I've managed big stores and small stores and everything in between. I get it. You need to make money at the end of the day, but not at the expense of your team, not at the expense of your community. Um, and I think that when we're building these, when you really show that you're for the people that you say you're for, right? When you start living out these values, yeah. the, the sales are going to come, the profit's going to come, and you'll be okay. And it will be sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So yes, we you know we want to make money, we want success, we we do. And we we talked. Um, I think I may have touched on it on this podcast. I know I talk about it in coaching and, and my mastermind group all the time. But we we live in a microwave society, right? Where we we're conditioned to to press a button, um, go on a computer, and get something like that, mm -hmm. right? And and that's that's whether that's a um, a physical good or or whatever. We just want answers. And we expect answers right away, right? We expect right. results right away. Mm -hmm. And folks, I tell you that if you're looking to, to do something long term, you're not going to get those results right away. You know, Al, mm -hmm. I know, I know in the uh, the um, goal setting lessons that, that that you that you teach, you know, you 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 shared an example of a farmer um, planting Plant his crops, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you want yeah. to share, share that? Because I know we're not necessarily, well, we are sort of talking about goals in a way, right? but we're talking about <laughs> developing long-term, right? And, and building that thing. So what, what's the, the, the story of that? Well, I think the story of that is, is that you have, um, <laughs> you're going to make, you're putting me on the spot here, man. <laughs> Like far, so I said, farmers plow, plow the, plow the ground, plant the seeds, they fertilize it, they nurture it, they, they tend to it, they water it. If it's not water, it's not something that happens overnight. And right. then finally at the end, they have a harvest that they can harvest and then sell and, and, and make money. Yeah. Right. We, it takes time and effort and energy and resources to grow that crop. It's going to take the same for you to grow your company, to grow your team, to grow yourself personally and professionally. So you're the best leader that you can be. If you don't invest in that, then you're going to be mediocre at best, or maybe you're a superstar already. Great. Let us know. We want to have you as a guest on our podcast. Yeah. Right. And I think the, the, the sort of follow on from that Al as well, I mean, it, the, and the same applies again, let's tie it back to what we're saying with the community, right? You're no, not going to go out into the community and turn it around in in no. one meeting or one show, one statement, whatever, right? It's going to take right. time. And the the thing is as well, like with the farmer and his crops, when he when he harvests that crop, what does he do then? He plants more seeds, right? Yeah. And he nurtures yeah. those seeds, and he and he yeah. and then he'll, he'll eventually he'll grow those, and then he'll harvest those, and then he does mm -hmm. it again. Mm -hmm. right? And all the time you're learning and you're growing. And you're building something that's just sustainable for the future. Absolutely. When you know what you're for and you're for the people, mm -hmm. right? Go back to what we said before, because people are in everywhere, right? In 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 your family, in your in your teams, in your workplace, in your community, your churches, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all about people. Absolutely. Be for the people and help them intentionally to grow. 
Yeah. We've been here. I mean, we're, we're both mentored by John Maxwell and, you know, we love and appreciate him and have what a year, two years ago, he wrote change your world, which is a book. Right. And obviously some people go, how can you change the world? Well, we're not saying change the world, change your world. Right. Right. And right. again, that ties in with being for your people, for your community, for your team, for your family, change, change how you're interacting with your immediate right. sphere of influence, your world. Yeah. And you'll and you'll make an impact, Chris. Do we have a challenge for everybody as we uh, wrap things up for this week? Now you're putting me on the spot, Al. So, well, let, <laughs> let's think about the the community, right? Yes. Um, what is your community for? Right. If you look at your at your at your local community, is there something that stands out to you that that says, "Yeah, my community is for this," or within your community, what do you do for your community? Right and could you do more? Where Where is there a need that you could say, man, if I could just do this, maybe I can make a difference. Every community is in need of volunteers. Go find some way to serve in your community this coming week. Right. And, and we would love to hear from you as well, right? We, we appreciate... We appreciate you tuning in um, and we want to hear from you. So, you know, message us, reach out to us. If there's a topic that you want some, our insight or our stories or our life experience talked about, you know, by all means, give us some ideas and we'd love to hear what you're for. And if you haven't yet, go purchase Jeff Henderson's book, Know What You're For. It is, um, you know, honestly, it's, it's an easy read. It is. But it's, it's, but it's, it's powerful. Like it, it is a powerful book that will transform, you know, it's called know what you're for a growth strategy for work and even better strategy for life. And, yeah. uh, and it, it, it's deeply impacted me and I know it's impacted Chris and we know it'll impact you. So go, go buy yeah. Jeff Henderson's book, know what you're for. And I'll, I'll do, to, to finish off, there's a, there's a quote and I, I'm trying to think if it, it may be my Angelou, I'm not sure. Um, but but John Maxwell's used this as well, where he says that people will forget what you say, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Yes. And yeah. and the reason I'm thinking that, guys, if you're listening to this now, even if you can't remember what we said for the last 25 minutes, our hope is that you feel better than you did when you came on the podcast 25 minutes ago. Absolutely. Right? And what we what we would ask and and uh, is that you you spread that and you share that. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you going and telling somebody or listening to somebody, just asking them, how are you doing? Right? What's going on in your life? How can I help you? Or whether it's going to your, your local church or your local animal shelter and saying, hey, I've got a few hours. What do you need doing? Yeah. Right? Or if it's sharing this podcast with other people, if it's putting the link on your own Facebook page or your LinkedIn or your, your Instagram or whatever, or inviting other people to this. Yes. Right. That's what we that's what we hope and pray. And Wonderful. when when Al talks about investment, we're not asking you for any money. No, nope. right? investment is time and energy, right? And only you can provide that. Exactly. If you want to give us money, great, but that's not what yeah. we're doing. So, right? <laughs> we're we're not doing it for that. Hire us to work with your team. Right. Right. So, folks, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, Our Tan, lead from the driver's seat, and my good friend Chris Baker, Mac- maximize your potential. And you can find our podcasts and all the podcast platforms, as well as our social media accounts. And uh, please do share it. We would appreciate that. And we'd love to hear your feedback on it as well. Good or bad, we want to hear it. Absolutely. So, Chris, till next time, have a great week, my friend.
Thank you, Al. You too. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrutan.com or hello at lrutan.com.